Of all the radio shows that I do and get a chance to participate in, Take 10 is one of my absolute favorite because it brings together two incredible people. Dr. Jamie Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist and expert in caregiving and addictions, and our co-host on Caregiver SOS On Air, Carol Zernial, Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, a nationally known gerontologist. And you have come up with just an incredible topic for today. Well, you know, we've been watching the television lately, and we see that we have lots of differences of opinion. It, we have systemic racism leading to civil unrest and, in some cases, violence. And so, Jamie, I'm curious. You know, we're locked in our homes. Uh, we've got caregivers who may be lo- sort of quasi-locked in with the person they're caring for. What does this do to our psyches, to our internal, you know, uh, state of mind as we watch this unfold? You know, Carol, it's a great question because the coronavirus is something like one in a hundred years kind of pandemic, and it, it really has been unique. It's oppressive. It's one of those things that, you know, we're powerless over, obviously, and we have to deal with our own reactions around it. And that means a mental health solution. But when you speak about civil unrest, it is like the coronavirus, but with, I think, a lot deeper connected tissue to our own psyche, our own traumas of the past, to our own historical recollection, and to our own personal value system. That's a lot to say in one sentence. But... What the civil unrest is, and we are on the brink of massive civil unrest, let's not make any mistake about it, it really ties us to those memories. The, the, where do we ever sit today in our family life with racism, with prejudice, with you know, our preconceived perceptions? Where did our society sit as a country? And where do we sit even all the way back to the beginning of slavery or before. So there's so much depth here that overwhelms us that it beckons us to look at our own mental health to be able to sit back and find the proper way to proceed and act. Does that make any sense? I know it's a lot. Well, it, it makes sense, you know, and I and I have these moments um, where, like the recent um, sports announcer I feel ill-equipped to even respond. Things that I thought I knew um, were not, in fact, true. I am discovering things about my country and myself that are different than what I may have learned along the way. It's very disorienting. When you say sports announcer, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Well, there was a sports announcer recently when the uh, NBA games were uh, canceled because the the players wanted to, to protest. Um, there was a, a sports announcer when they asked him how was he going to respond, he said, I, I'm, I'm ill-equipped to do this, and I'm not. I, I, the best thing I can do is just take the mic off and walk away because I don't know so what he, to do about this. He, Carol, that, his name was Kenny Smith. Right. I remember that. I saw the video. And he's a fabulous sports announcer, and he's a former player. So he's African-American. So all, again, that we're talking about the impact of all these worlds kind of deluged him in that moment, because I watched that moment, and he did not know in real time what to do. And I get it. And here's why I get it. Is nobody would notice, you know, you guys have known me for years, but I'm an immigrant son 
My dad came from the Holocaust, so we lost all of our family. My dad didn't have any money, so we went down to Florida where he became a real estate salesman. So I was raised in the bastion of segregation where you had black water fountains and white. They turned colored water fountains and white. They didn't allow Jews in certain places. They didn't allow blacks in our bathroom. And so all of this, like Kenny Smith, in real time, kind of rushes and connects to you in ways like you just said, uh, Carol, so well, that disorients you. And that's why it's so vital for us to have leaders to allow us to step back, not to be divisive, but step back and take all of these disorienting sort of things going on in our mind and try to find solutions and try to find hope in tomorrow. And, of course, the other thing is, uh, fear for our own safety. I worked in Washington, D.C., 1968, when Martin Luther King Jr. was killed and they had the riots in Washington. In fact, uh, for almost a whole day, I was trapped downtown in Washington, couldn't get back to my office on Capitol Hill and ended up walking, and I could see the city burning. It, it is so embedded in my memory, uh, looking over to the uh, southwest side of San Antonio, I mean of uh, Washington, D.C., uh, and just saw flames and smoke, uh, sirens and police cars, and it was a scary moment. Uh, and, and you wonder, is this going to take over the entire community? And that I think that speaks to the to the fear, you know, right. that gets generated. You know, that that's one but of the now reactions we have. Civil unrest. Where do we go? Right. Yes, that is. Where do we go? And then. While we don't do politics, uh, if you, you know, throw gasoline on a fire, you know what happens. And so we're faced with a national presidential campaign where all of this has to become an issue because that's the nature of politics. Well, and I'll give an example. I have people tell me, just turn off the television. So, which for some people might be a good idea. But if, if turning off the television isn't an option, what's another way for us to deal with this? you know, what we're witnessing. Before Jamie takes it, let me remind folks, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman, dealing with a really tough issue, civil unrest. So, Jamie, is ignorance bliss? It's not, Ron. It is like denial. It allows us maybe the time to disassociate to be able to gather our thoughts, be hope, not to escape like an addiction. And it allows us then to come back out and try to navigate these very difficult waters. Um, I believe that uh, turning off the TV is okay, but turning off your awareness is not. I think when we turn off things for good, we're turning, we're, we're supporting. Um, I know this is it's touchy, but I grew up in the 60s and 70s, so I remember today when Eldridge Cleaver said that if you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. And he was talking then about civil unrest. And, and so I believe that once we come out, our own mental health, you've got to first look at that. You've got to take the eyes you know, first. Because if you're not, you're depressed and you're anxious over this and you're frenzied and you're reactive, you got problems. So you got to breathe. You got to listen to your body. You got to see a therapist. You got to listen and talk to others. You listen, listen, listen. You got to unplug. But once you do all that, I think you got to take some solution driven action. And what would that be? 
Well, to me, and I'm sure Carol's got even better thoughts because she's such a, a marauder in the charitable national world here. It is getting engaged in, in organizations that have a piece of the solution, that pain and social injustice happening is traumatizing every day. But if you can actually lead people through different pockets, like well, <laughs> excuse me, well-med, in our, our food program, you know, that, there's a way there to get into organizations. Don't forget what this is all showing us between Corona and the civil unrest is our country, the fabric of our culture. So the poor are, are getting the rawest end of this. So working in a charitable way and then working in a solution-driven way where you get involved in city politics and be able to bring the police together and bring groups together and the religious elements together and groups that are leaders, our collective experiences. And start working on solutions that way, getting involved and engaged in a purposeful way, not standing back, as I see many of our people doing now, and watching the fire burn out of control. Carol, we have about thirty seconds. Well, I, you know, I think that that taking action, you know, being willing to question, you know, what's going on to decide what makes sense to you, and then take an action, you know, that way you have a path forward that keeps one foot in front of the other. Take 10. And conflict, conflict is not it. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's not the place to go. All right, Dr. Jamie Heisman, you're right. Take 10. We come to you every week on 930 AM, The Answer, and on podcast. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. 